Have you ever known someone that was devoutly religious? Even to the point of maybe being obsessed with their religion? Can someone be obsessed with religion? At what point does it become a problem? My name's Kate, and I'm going to answer those questions coming up. All you have to do is slide into my DX. A quick disclaimer before we get into this show. Since I'm talking about religion and it can be a very sensitive topic, I want to start off by saying that I'm in no way saying that religion is a disorder or something of the mind. I grew up in a religious household and I'm my own faith is my own thing, but I just don't want, with what I'm talking about with this show, for people to think that I'm insulting religion in any way. In fact, when it comes to mental health and therapy, there's a bit of a unhappy divide between it because some people with religion view that with psychotherapy, it might dismiss their beliefs or see them as kind of a figment of their imagination. In fact, Sigmund Freud, one of the pioneers of psychotherapy, viewed that religion was kind of an obsession of the mind. And, you know, there's some interesting points that he made of guilt and its relation to religious practices, but he had his own experiences with the Jewish background and then eventually becoming an atheist. So a lot of it's kind of a biased opinion of religion. Well, enough of that disclaimer stuff. Let's go ahead and jump into the show. Before you can start talking about uh, what religion and whether or not it creates obsessional thoughts, you have to know how religion and religious ideas manifest itself in OCD. So religion and OCD, that category is called scrupulosity. Scrupulosity literally means fearing sin when there is none. And that means that individuals are concerned about something that they thought they might have done that is a sin or some other violation of their religious doctrine. Now scrupulosity is not just contained to religion. Um, It can manifest itself in people that are considering themselves atheists, and that just goes to their their moral doctrine. But within this episode, I'm mainly going to be talking about the religious aspect of scrupulosity. Some obsessions that someone might experience include fearing that they've committed a sin, that they've blasphemed against God, or done something that's impure, or that they're obsessing about that they're going to hell. Now, some of these thoughts include the thought-action fusion, which is where they feel that thinking of an action is just as bad as doing the action. So thinking about hurting someone is just as bad in their, their life and relationship to God as actually hurting someone physically in real life. Some compulsions that someone might exhibit include excessive trips to confession, and obviously this is very much pertaining to certain religions and denominations, and so it varies within those. 
but there's also cleansing and purifying rituals, seeking assurance from their own religious leaders. Additionally, because of the intense thought aspect and that a lot of this is intangible, such as uh, insulting God, there's a lot of mental compulsions, such as excessively praying or thinking of sacred images, apologizing to God or going over passages from their scripture in their head in order to kind of cancel out the sin that they believe they committed. Now, because scrupulosity can be so intangible with the obsessions, uh, instead of someone obsessing about checking a stove or a phobia of germs, treatment can be a little bit difficult. And there's not necessarily in vivo options, which is actually doing the action, so uh, not committing the compulsion when they think about touching a doorknob. However, cognitive behavioral therapy is still an option because you can focus on those physical compulsions that someone might have. So if they feel that having a certain thought is impure and they need to open their Bible and read, you would have them not act on that compulsion. So the exposure and response of therapy. Another important aspect of therapy is including their religious beliefs because people may not seek treatment from a therapist because they there's a fear that the therapist is going to dismiss their beliefs or try to change what they believe in. And that's not the case. The therapist's ultimate goal is to try and treat the disorder and have the person live a happy life. If religion is what makes them happy, there's no reason to take that away from them. So utilizing their religious text can be helpful because sometimes with certain religious texts, take for example, Christianity, there's the text is 2 Corinthians 10, 5, take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Some people might interpret this as focusing on their thoughts and making sure that nothing's wrong, they're always focused on God, they're not thinking anything sinful or impure. And this is where obsessionality can arise. So you can take that verse and have the person reconsider or reinterpret. You're not trying to change their beliefs, just reinterpretation and maybe even using other verses in the Bible to help reinforce a reinterpretation where they are less concerned with their obsessions. Additionally, having their faith leaders helping and giving counsel can also be very effective. So do highly religious people exhibit obsessive compulsive disorder? Yes and no. So there are some studies that have shown that some highly religious people do exhibit what could be interpreted as obsessional or compulsive symptoms. And 
This is kind of due to the nature of religion. With some religions, such as Christianity, there's a big focus on keeping your thoughts about Jesus and focusing on him and making sure that you're living a right life. Other religions, such as Islam and Judaism, have a lot of focus on rituals and keeping their themselves clean for their religion. So this can easily lead someone, whether from environmental factors or if they are genetically predisposed to having OCD, to have thoughts that would manifest themselves in a religious aspect. So the question comes back again, is devoutness obsessive? And again, it's a yes and no answer where it can be seen as obsessive, but the most important point is that when someone has obsessive compulsive disorder with any aspect of what they do, they don't enjoy what they're doing. They do it to calm their anxiety, to calm their guilt. And whatever they do it in, it's not enjoyable. If someone is devout and follows their rituals and keeps their thoughts about Jesus and they're happy, then there's no reason to believe that they have a disorder or that there's anything that is causing a problem for them. So the most important thing with OCD in any aspect of whether someone thinks someone is obsessed or that they have OCD, it's whether or not they're enjoying what they're doing. So someone that might have scrupulosity, they're doing their religious practices, but they're not enjoying it because they're fearful all the time. And the goal isn't to get rid of religion. Religion isn't the problem, it's the OCD. Someone that goes into treatment for their OCD and scrupulosity symptoms, they can still enjoy religion. And that's kind of the goal is to get them to enjoy what they enjoy and to treat the OCD that's causing them to not live their fullest life. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was a bit short, but I'm really just trying to get the point across as quickly as possible. The next episode is going to be talking about obsessive compulsive personality disorder and its difference from obsessive compulsive disorder. Because a lot of times you might hear people saying, oh, I'm so obsessed with something or I like to keep my things you know, nice and neat, but they don't necessarily exhibit signs of obsessive compulsive disorder where having their things not neat uh, doesn't cause anxiety. So we'll be talking about that. Hopefully you'll check it out. As always, thank you for sliding into my DX.